Hello and welcome back to Far From Perfect. I am your host, Kylie Larson, and today we are covering one of the most important topics that I cover in my coaching, and that is the art of mastering maintenance. And if you don't know what I'm talking about when I refer to maintenance, I am talking about living in your maintenance level calories where your goal is not to lose weight, not to lose fat, not to make yourself smaller in any way, just go about your daily life with the goal of maintaining not just your daily calorie range, but also maintaining your healthy habits. So in this episode, we'll talk a little bit more about why it's important to live in maintenance and spend most of your time throughout the year in this phase. We'll talk about common mistakes that people made, make, and how you can set yourself up for success in maintenance because once you master maintenance, you win. You have won the game. So let's figure this out. Enjoy this episode. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everyone. On this week's episode of Far From Perfect, I want to talk about a topic that is near and dear to my heart. You hear me talk about it a lot on social media, and that topic is maintenance and living in maintenance, explaining what that is, why people have such a hard time with it, and how I can help you learn to master maintenance. Because here's why this is important. It's important because you need to be spending the majority of your time living in a maintenance mode. Now, if you're like, what what are you talking about, Kylie? What is maintenance? When I say living in maintenance, I mean eating at your maintenance level calories. Now, your maintenance level calories, this is a range. And right off the bat, I know you want to know, well, what are my maintenance calories? And that's a tricky question, right? That is a tricky question. There's a few ways we can go about that. The the best way, the absolute best way to figure out what your maintenance is, is to have a couple of like, is to have some time under your belt, some time tracking macros, some time being in a fat loss phase, some time going through a reverse diet. So you can see how your body responds to these different calorie levels. Now, one general guideline that we like to use is take your body weight and multiply it by 15 right? So if you weigh 150 pounds, I'm just pulling out my phone right now for those of you that cannot see me. If you weigh 150 pounds times 15, nope, that's not right. (laughs) 150 times 15, that is 2,250. 2,250 calories a day would be your estimated maintenance. You could also go into an online calculator and figure out what your maintenance calories are there. But I want to tell you, this 2250, that sounds very reasonable for someone 
150 pounds, right? That's kind of like my maintenance range is between 2,200, 2,400. And I know this because of how my body has responded in the past. And any woman of average size who is an active person, like you're strength training, you're going for walks, you're doing the things that you love to do. I can tell you right now, your maintenance calories are above 2000 calories a day. And so a lot of us, myself included, for the longest time, I thought I was doing so good. I was like, no, I'm eating like 1650 calories a day. I'm doing really good. It's like, no, Kylie, no, no. I mean, you're doing better than you were, but there's still room to grow. So I just want to explain that. That's what maintenance is, eating at your maintenance level calories. Now, the other thing to note about maintenance calories is that it's a range. Like I just said, mine is somewhere between like 22 and 2,400. It's not this set point. Just like your maintenance weight is not 150 pounds. You've got this range to where you're going to go up, you're going to go down. But as long as you stay within this like five pound range, let's say you're maintaining your weight. So let's use that number again of 150. If you go into a fat loss phase, maybe you can pretty easily get down to 145. If you're living in maintenance, maybe holidays come up, you get up to 155, but you still pretty you still feel pretty good in your good in your clothes, pretty comfortable. That would be a good maintenance range. In maintenance, we are not gaining lots of weight from our fat loss. I think that's where people get a little bit um, scared of living in maintenance. They feel like their body is going to be totally different than it is at the end of the fat loss phase. Now, while you may not be as lean as you are at the end of your fat loss phase, you don't need two sets of clothes. This is not like a bodybuilding. I have an in-season set of clothes and then I have an off-season set of clothes. We do not have two bodies. Our bodies aren't going to be fluctuating to those sorts of extremes when we go from a fat loss phase to living in maintenance. Now, if you decide to go into a surplus because you want to make a dedicated effort to build some muscle, then you might have to buy some different things, but it's all for the greater good. And you're, you're you know what you're going into. You know, okay, my body's going to shift a little bit. I might have to buy some different pants, but that's not maintenance. And so my big thing, when people come to me and they're like, no, I always gain weight and maintenance. Well, I want to know how much weight are you gaining? But then also, if you're gaining more than that range, you're not in maintenance. So this is why tracking is still really important once you are in your maintenance mode. So back, okay, we've talked about what maintenance is. Why is it so important? Because we shouldn't be dieting all the time. If you're here, chances are this is not new information for you. You understand your fat loss phase should be anywhere from like 12 to 16 weeks. If you have a lot of weight to lose, like if you had 100 pounds to lose, I would say you could stay there a little bit longer. But you know you want to have this limited time in your fat loss phase. Living in maintenance, there are so many benefits. If you go back and listen to my reverse diet call, like why we really reverse diet with David Mathis. We talk all about this. So yes, for hormonal reasons, to get our hormones back to where they need to be after being in a fat loss phase. For metabolic reasons, to get our metabolism, I don't want to say healed, but upregulated from when it downregulates in our fat loss phase. Those are like the nuts and the bolts. Those are like pragmatic reasons that we need to be living in maintenance. But beyond that, 
maintenance is so important because it allows you to live life. Like, you know, in fat loss, you have to be really mindful of like everything. You have to be super mindful of everything because you have to be precise with your macros. Well, living in maintenance gives you more freedom. So you don't have to be so diligent about this plus or minus five grams when you're tracking your macros. You can also start to step away from tracking your macros. That's for later on in our podcast today. But it allows you to focus on other things. And that is what I think that's one of the hardest parts for people. They're so used to just focusing on their weight and what they're eating and their workouts and being just hyper-focused that when I ask you to like focus on something else, you don't really know what to do. You know, ask yourself right now, how much space in your brain, how much time is dedicated to thinking about what am I eating? When am I going to work out? And what's going on with my body, right? How much mental energy is wrapped up in that every single day? Living in maintenance allows you to free yourself up to focus on other things. And this is very, very important, right? With elemental coaching, we focus on deep health. And there are six aspects to deep health. And like what you eat and the way you look, that is that is just one tiny aspect of deep health. Let me, I just had to pull it up because I can't remember always off the top of my head. The other aspects of deep health include your relationships with other people. So maybe you need to spend some more time with your partner or with your kids. Existential health. What's my purpose? If you're always wrapped up in, I can only eat this, I can't eat that. I guarantee you, you are not reaching your full potential based on why you were put on this earth. You're not. Um, your mental health also, right? If you don't have mental health, you don't have health. That's something I like to say. If you do not, if your mental health is not okay, you are not okay. Being hyper-focused on what you eat, when you're going to exercise, what my body looks like all the time, that is not helping your mental health. Being in maintenance is a wonderful place for you to work on your mental health and improve your mental health as needed. We're talking about the physical. That's the one aspect that you're okay with. Emotional health. How are you dealing with your emotions? Are you dealing with your emotions? And then environmental, environmental health. Toxins in your environment. What are you putting on your body? Things and people around you. But all of these are aspects of health. It's not just about the physical health. Being in maintenance allows you to focus on these other five areas so that you are this well-rounded person. It returns you to the well of your being. Hello, elemental coaching. So that's why this is so important. Why then, why do people struggle with maintenance so much? Here's why. Okay, fat loss. Even if it sucks, like being in that caloric deficit, it's not fun. People like the idea of getting leaner. So you're highly motivated at least for a little bit of time. You might struggle with consistency, but you get up, you try again. You want to be in that phase because you chose it. You wouldn't be there if you didn't want to be there. You chose it. 
So that tells me you want to be there. You want to be there because of the promise of being a leaner. You have this goal in mind and it's a relatively short-term goal, right? 12 to 16 weeks, you should be able to put your head down and focus on that for that amount of time. With maintenance, there is no goal in mind. When I say maintenance is the goal, you're like, well, I don't want to maintain where I'm at. So what are we going to focus on? So we need to focus on that. Like what's so wrong with where you are? It's you can you can respect your body where it's at, even if you still want to be somewhere else. And that's going to lead to one of my points in just a second. So we have to shift our focus once we're in maintenance. Okay, it's not about losing weight. It's not about getting smaller. It's about health, number one. Because we don't do these habits just because of the way it's going to make us look. I certainly hope not. If you only do it for the way you're going to look, you're never going to be successful in the long term. You have to eat your protein, eat your vegetables, go to sleep at a decent time, minimize your alcohol, take your walks, move your body, manage your stress, not just for the physical outcome. You have to do it because of the way that it makes you feel and because you do respect your body. It's not just about what the world sees. It's about so much more. And so when you understand that, when you're doing it for the right reasons, not saying there's anything wrong with having an outward goal, because I have those, for sure I do. But you, I'm doing these things because of the way that they make me feel, not because I feel like I should do them, not because they're punishment, not because I'm afraid of what will happen if I don't, because I truly enjoy doing these things because they make me feel my best. I'm able to perform my best when I do these habits that are serving me, not only in maintenance, but also in fat loss. So you can think about other things. You can see, am I getting stronger? Am I getting stronger in maintenance? This is when you can get stronger. This is where you can build muscle. It's really hard to build muscle in a caloric deficit. Four people can, four groups of people. I just did a reel about this. People who have never lifted weights before, people who are really overweight, people who are detrained. Let's say they had to get out of the game for six months or six weeks, either or, because they had a surgery, they got sick, et cetera. They'll get those strength gains back and they'll be able to burn, um, build muscle and lose fat. And then people who haven't been training to like their maximum capacity, their maximum effort. Let's say, you know, you're going to the gym, you're going through the motions, and then all of a sudden you start working out with the trainer and they push you to your edge, then you'll start building more muscle, even if you're in a caloric deficit, deficit. So those are the four groups of people who can build muscle wine, a caloric deficit. If you're not one of those people, if you don't fall into that category, if you've been training for a while, maintenance is where you're going to be able to build. You don't always have to go into that slight surplus. So focus on, are you getting stronger? Maybe you need to get a better sleep routine. Maybe you need to, I don't know. But there's other goals that you can focus on when we don't have this goal of losing weight. If that's the only goal that we have, being leaner or losing weight, it's never going to be enough. It's not going to be enough to keep you in the game. And that's how you win this game. This is a pass or fail. You win by staying in it. So if you get out of it, this is where this is where things start to go wrong. Now, the other thing with maintenance where, with this, that gets people in trouble is 
They treat maintenance like a free-for-all. They stop paying attention, right? We start filling our maintenance macros with processed foods, with carbohydrates and fats combined together. Chips and salsa, cookies, donuts, more ice cream, um, all these things that there's definitely a place for them, but we don't just want to be filling our extra mac macros with these highly palatable foods. We want our additional carbohydrates to be coming from rice, potatoes, starchier carbohydrates, breads and pastas. They definitely have a place pending that, you know, gluten is not an issue for you. But that's where things, people loosen the reins just a little bit too much. You have more wiggle room, but that freedom comes with a lot of responsibility, right? That's like when your teenager gets their driver's license, you're scared shitless, right? Because you don't know if they're going to be responsible with this new freedom. Same thing. And this is why we struggle. We aren't comfortable with this gray zone. Listen to my podcast with Ashley Pardo. So good, right? We know how to navigate black and white situations. I can eat this. I can't eat that. Does not fit my macros. And when you're in fat loss, a lot of things don't fit your macros. When you're in maintenance, you've got more freedom, right? You've got more spending cash. What are you going to spend it on? Am I and I will be the first to admit, and everyone in my VIP community knows this, the minute I start my reverse diet, I'm like, yes, I have room for cookies. Thank goodness. I'm going to eat those cookies. But I can't do that all the time. So this is really why it's hard. We have this freedom. But do we have the discipline to still do the behaviors when we have this additional freedom? This is where the work is. Think about it. This is like maturing. This is like your parents finally being able to leave you at the house without supervision. Are you going to throw a party? Are you going to have all your friends over and get super drunk? Or are you going to go to bed on time? Are you going to eat your vegetables? Are you going to go to school? That's what maintenance is like. It's like this unsupervised opportunity for you to say, can we give you more responsibilities? I don't know. But why is it so important? Because you're spending so much time here. And I swear to God, this is why people don't change. Because they cannot master maintenance. They cannot handle the freedom. You have to be an adult about your maintenance. And again, it's not about more rules. It's about understanding I'm doing this because I love my body. I love myself. And again, I know love is too strong a word for a lot of people. So that's why I say respect. Because we can also respect things and people that we don't agree with. Right? I, understand, I understand her point of view. I don't totally agree with it, but I respect her. Right? So you have to master maintenance because this is why every year, and I'm not talking about you specifically, right? People, like I just look around, I read the books. I'm, I'm reading Peter Atiyah's book right now, Outlive. He says the statistic that there's 77% of Americans that do not exercise. What? What? So, you know, let's take an average person, one of those 77 percenters that's not exercising and then gains 10 pounds every single year. 
this is why obesity is such an epidemic in our country. For those of you who live in the state, I know there's several of you in Australia and New Zealand that listen. I think that's so freaking cool. We have to learn how to master maintenance. Otherwise, you're starting over each year. If you feel like you are starting over each year, I want you to evaluate what do I do in my off season? So that is, I'm just referencing old podcasts. I had Aram, he's four weeks to the beach on, beach on Instagram, you know, come a couple years ago and we talked about this. Think of your fat loss phase as like you're in season. It's football season right now. Okay, so it is football season. We've been training for this. Your off season is the spring in the summer when you're doing your conditioning, you're lifting your weights, you're working on your skills. That is what maintenance is. And it allows you to perform at a higher level and get better results in your in-season, in your fat loss phase. Don't piss away your maintenance. This is what will set you apart from the people who feel like they're starting over every single time they go into fat loss. Now, okay, so how do we do this? Okay, you understand. Okay, still need to keep up my habits, Kylie. I'm eating 140 grams of protein. I'm eating my vegetables. I'm tracking. Now, I don't track right now. I don't need to. I know how to eat. I don't piss away my maintenance. I've earned this. If you have tracking fatigue after a fat loss phase, which so many people do, what is tracking fatigue? I don't want to do this anymore. I encourage you to continue to track for a while in maintenance so you understand what your maintenance actually looks like, right? You need to understand what does 230 grams of carbohydrates a day look like for me? What kind of food does that come from? What does 75 grams of fat a day look like for me? If you're used to eating 60, you don't know. If you're used to eating 140 grams of carbs a day, you don't know what 240 grams of carbs looks like a day. So you have to have that information. Then when you feel comfortable, when you feel like you can step away from tracking, I encourage you to check in every now and then. Log it just to make sure you're eating enough protein. The other thing, keep a tab on yourself in terms of some sort of hard data, objective data, the scale. I need to do a whole different podcast on how I use the scale. I don't want to dive into that right now because it is episode worthy. You have to have that data because you're going to say to yourself, well, I feel like I'm gaining weight in maintenance. How do you know? How do you know if you're not getting on the scale? Yes, we have our clothes and also we have our pictures. Feelings aren't always true. Just like our thoughts aren't always true, but we sure do believe them. This is why we need objective data. I feel like this. How do you know? So have some concrete information that can help you navigate your maintenance. If you're weighing yourself frequently, five, six, seven times a week, you understand so you can rein things in or you can keep going as usual. But I do think in maintenance, like that's my favorite thing to do. I personally monitor my waist measurement and my weight. 
and not inner. I, I, and anyone listening to that, I don't want you to think I do that because I'm afraid of changing. No, it's how I know if I'm maintaining. I know if my waist measurement goes up by like a, an inch, I'm like, oh, well, I might need to, I might need to pick up my fitness pal again and start logging my food. Or maybe I'm just getting ready to start my period based on what time of the month it is. If I see the scale go up five pounds and it stays up five pounds, then I, I might need to check in. I fully expect to gain five pounds from fat loss to maintenance. So honestly, if it goes beyond that, that's more when I'm like checking in, to be honest with you. But you have to have this, like what gets measured gets maintained. If you don't know, how do you know what to do? And that's also what our program, Elemental Coaching, is all, all about. And you need to be doing this yourself. Outcome-based decision-making. Well, what was the outcome of me not tracking for the last month? Well, my waist measurement went up by two inches and the scale went up by five pounds. Okay, well, maybe I need to log my macros just a little bit longer. Maybe I need to reevaluate what it is that I'm eating. But that's really my biggest thing for maintenance, have some sort of checks and balances in place. And those are my tips, right? And those of you who you don't want to track anymore, it's especially important that you master maintenance. The reason I'm able to step away from tracking is because I have years of information about myself, right? I have years of data. I know what I need to be doing. I honestly, like, the, the, you can step away from tracking. You don't need to track forever. I would even say maybe you shouldn't track forever unless you truly enjoy it and it's no big whoop to you. But we need to understand, we need to trust ourselves enough to feed ourselves enough and the things that are going to love us back. So that's the deal. If you want to step away from tracking, you've got to master maintenance. You need to go through an entire maintenance phase so you understand how your body is going to respond. Now, there's another question. How long do I stay in maintenance? The longer, the better. The longer you can stay in maintenance, the better. Because again, this is your off season. This is prepping you for a potential fat loss phase down the road. If that's something that you want to do. A lot of our clients get into maintenance. And they're like, I'm never going to do a fat loss phase again. That sucks. Why would I do that for this little shift that I have? Why would I do that? And honestly, that's our goal. I want to get you to a point where you feel so good in your skin that you stop. You stop the nutrition periodization. You're like, I'm good. I'm living in maintenance. I'm riding off into the sunset forever. And then, you know, if two years down the road, you get a wild hair and you're like, you know what? I really like, I just want to push my limits. I want to see what I can do because I've been living in maintenance for these last two years. Great, cool, go for it. But there will be a point when you don't have to have a fat loss phase, reverse diet, maintenance, and you just coast. But coasting is a bad way to describe it, to be honest with you, because really the only way you coast is by going downhill. So maintenance takes some effort. <laughs> maintenance takes work. And that's the other thing. People don't realize you still have to pay attention. You still have to do some meal prep. You still need to keep tabs on things. You still need to check in every now and then and see how it's going. What is actually happening 
here because without it, you're going to, remember, we don't say get off track anymore. Your track is going to change directions. It's going to go a direction that isn't where you want to go. So then you're going to have to course correct. This is what the data is for, right? This is the outcome-based decision-making I'm talking about. You can't course correct if you don't even know that you got off track. So keep these things in mind, you guys. Master the maintenance. If you master maintenance, you are golden. You will be able to ride off into the sunset, living happily ever after. So that's my um, that's my 45 cents on maintenance. Um, this is an episode I'm going to open up the questions because I know that you have some questions about what's maintenance for you. Um, and a lot of people need to start in maintenance. Like a lot of times we got to get you healthy before we can put you in that fat loss phase. Again, topic for another episode. But if you have questions about this, I'll open up questions on the podcast on Spotify. So let me know what questions you have or always shoot them over to me on Instagram. Now, since I am recording this by myself, I'm also putting this on YouTube. I want to let you guys know I'm doing something new and exciting and I love it. It's, and it's because I spent time in maintenance, right? Because I've been able to focus on other things. Um, I'm putting on an in-person event. It's called the Far From Perfect Summit. A lot of the people that you have heard on the podcast are going to be the live speakers. This is the last weekend in October, October 28th and 29th. And it's going to be held this beautiful venue in Denver called Realm. It is fantastic. And we're going to be talking about all these things that are important to deep health. We'll talk a little bit about nutrition and fitness. I'll talk about that, especially for us ladies of a certain age. But then all the other things that are important. Like I just said, if you don't have your mental health, you don't have health. Big emphasis on mental health. Letting go of perfectionism, dealing with burnout, avoiding burnout, coming back from burnout, and how to regulate our nervous system. All of these things are so important. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you look a million bucks, if you feel like crap inside, right? Anyone who's been there, you know it's not worth it and you just want to feel better. So please um, let me know if you can come to that. I'll put a link in the show notes so that you can register for that. I'd love to see you there. You guys have an awesome day and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.